Everything we learn is that there are all these discrete, separate things going on, right? There are trees, and there are things called rocks, and there are things called rivers, and there's a thing called the sun, and the moon, and the ground, and flowers, and trees, and humans, and animals, and all these things. And basically, they all don't really have anything to do with each other. Right? That's how, how everything's described. Now, describing things that way has a real practical value. You can take things and manipulate them and put them into different, and, and reassemble them, right? And make a car or something. So looking at things like that has its practical use. But when it comes to life, we get so indoctrinated into that view. And it seems so true to us. It seems absolutely true. And then we seem to be these little beings, these little bodies, walking in this immense thing called life. Life's out there, and I'm in here. Which actually, if we weren't caught in all of our ideas, we would see immediately, even, not even in a way of spiritual realization, but even on a rational, logical level, we would immediately see that those conclusions are completely and absolutely ridiculous. Completely and absolutely ridiculous. As I often say, you know, we know how we define something as simple as a tree. Roots, trunk, branches, leaves, or pine needles. Tree. Look outside. There they are. Tree. Right? And trees grow in this thing called the ground. And they reach up towards the sky. Right? But a tree isn't the ground, and the tree certainly isn't the sky, so we think. Right up until the point we try to take the ground away from the tree. You realize there's no such thing as a tree without a ground. Have you ever seen a tree growing in the midair? There's no such thing as a tree without ground to grow in. If you tr pull the tree out of the ground, it dies. It's like yanking its heart out. You, someone yanked the heart out of you. You die. You yank a tree out of the ground. You, why, why does it die? Because you've, you've, you've dismembered it. You've, you've taken away from something that it is. It just doesn't go on the ground. It is the ground. There's no such thing as a tree without the ground. We could say, well, there's no such thing as a tree without a branch. I'll, I'll grant you that, Anjit. There's no such thing as a tree without a trunk. But we usually don't look and see. There's also not a such thing as a tree without the ground. Nor is there such thing as a tree without the sky and the sun and the rain. Should I go on? Where will it end? Where will it end? What, what are we then to call a tree?
see, and you, you might even feel something in your mind will kind of go like, well, I kind of get it, but really, at the end of the day, now come on, really, it's a tree, you see. Yes, but if there is no, just take away any of those elements. Let's take the sun away. Where's your tree? Where is the tree? There's no tree if there's no sun. You say, the tree depends on the sun. No, it doesn't. The tree is the sun. The sun is, much as, the tree, is, is as much of a tree as the branches and trunk and roots are the tree. You take one, one away, that's it. In fact, you can take branches off a tree, don't take too many off, but you can take some branches off a tree and the tree will still live. But you can't take the sun away from a tree forever. So which one is more a tree? Which one's a better definition of a tree? It might be that the sun is actually a better definition of a tree than branches. Because you can't take a single sun away from a tree. They're, they don't even exist. But you can take a few branches off them. In fact, sometimes you can just cut them down and they'll grow right back up. As long as they have other parts of themselves. The soil. Sky. Water. Sun. All of that. It's, it's easier to see on an intellectual with a tree. On an intellectual level, isn't it? You can go, okay, that's kind of weird, but... All right. All right. I know I'm going late, by the way. You go, okay, I, 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 can, I, I grant you that, you know? If, and of course, being able to call it a tree, we do that for convenience, right? So that when we say tree, you know, we know where to look. There's a reason we call a tree and make it a discrete thing. As a, as a practical, utilitarian device of being able to name something, that's perfectly fine to do that. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But then we take the name to be, and the definition to be real. Now, with a tree that's firmly planted in the ground, that's not too hard to see. It's not only... Then we, what our mind does, it's connected to all these things. But it is all these things. It's connected to them in the same way that the branches are connected to the trunk. Human beings are a little weirder than that, aren't we? Because we're not stuck to the ground. We can hop around. We can hop around, right? Which is a kind of a cool thing, you know? You can hop around. Look at me. I'm not a tree. I can, I can, I can hop around. Until you consider, which may actually happen to us, that when all the trees disappear, guess who else disappears? You and I. We disappear. And can we hop around if there's no ground to hop around on? And I hope it never happens to you, but if we lose a finger, we're still here. As long as it doesn't get too infected. It's going to be painful and nasty, but we're probably going to still be here if we lose a finger somehow. Right? What about if you lose the sun? You're not here. Which one's more you then? 
Most people say my fingers are obviously much more neat. Yeah, but you can do without it. What about the sun? Oh, that's something I depend on, you see. I depend on it. I depend on it. Any idiot knows it's not me. I depend on it, you see. Any idiot knows that my finger, now that's, now that's me, now that's me, now that, but if it's you, why can you do without it? Well, that's just details. Don't ask too many direct questions, you know. The oxygen we breathe? How do, how do you do without that? If you really want to see how other you are, how distinct and separate you are as a body from the world around you, just try to hold your breath. You'll see really quickly how connected, how, how the breath is as much part of you as your feet are and your eyes and your tongue is. If you cut off your breath, it's worse than cutting off your hand. if you take this out, not that this logical argument is the same as oneness, this is a sort of philosophical model of oneness, but if you extrapolated it out, actually, everything depends on everything else. And not only that everything depends on everything else, everything is everything else. So when the Buddhists talk of emptiness, which they like to do, Empty, 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 For the most part, I've noticed people don't like me to talk about emptiness. Empty. Talk about fullness. <sighs> but empty, emptiness simply is a way of saying that everything is empty of discrete, individual, separate existence. It's empty of that. There's, you look at a tree outside, there's, there's no, there's no, or if you look at a cookie, where's the cookiness in the cookie? It's a name. Well, where's the cookie? Well, it, you idiot, here's the cookie. Yeah, but what is the cookie? Let's break the cookie apart. And you go, oh, it's okay, it's flour and it's water and it's butter and lots of sugar. And maybe some chocolate and things. And you, you, you take, okay, we'll take all those parts away. We'll just take them apart and like, okay, where's the cookie? Well, there was a cookie a minute ago. So there's not this little inner thing, essence, called cookie, cookiness, Right? It's all these things put together, right? Then you, you call it a cookie. What you're really saying is when I assemble the world in this way, I'm going to call it a cookie. But what it really is, is I'm just assembling the world in a particular way. What I, in, when I assemble it this way, it's going to be called something else, a cake. When I assemble it this way, it's something else. But this thing called cookie doesn't actually exist. It's only a way of describing the way you put things together. Human beings the same way. That's why as soon as you go looking for yourself in the same manner in which you'd look for your hand, like that, there, there's my hand. Okay, where's myself? Hmm. I can't find it in the same way. 
It's a whole collection of parts. When they're assembled in a particular way, we call it a human being. When they're assembled that way, we call it a tree. When they're assembled the way down there, we call it the ground. So everything's empty, not as an empty box. Not as some strange, amorphous sense of inner emptiness, you know. You can have that too. But that's not really what they're talking about. Emptiness is actually a backwards and upside down way of saying one, unity. saying now the only way to truly define that tree outside outside the window the only real way the only honest way to define it is to define it as almost everything that exists in the universe as suns and clouds sure trees branches roots but also the earth and the soil and where did all that come from from other stars and galaxies in the universe and you know you just go on and all of a sudden you realize the tree is well it depends on everything so when we see that thing I call a tree, there really no, is no independent thing called a tree. There's obviously the thing out the window, I'll grant you that. There's a thing you look at and see, it, obviously. But when you really look at what that is, you'll be hard-pressed to find anything that it's not. Taking the sun away is like away from a tree is like pulling like pulling your heart out. You can't do without it. So how can the tree be other than the sun? And the same goes true for you and I as human beings. This is why when we go into the deepest state of our being, that we actually experience the unity because unity isn't just a nice idea it's not a better belief system than separation it has nothing to do with a belief system in fact you can't see it as long as you have even the belief system of oneness you, that'll still get in your way but as soon as it all drops then you don't see it as the way I'm pointing it out which is sort of a philosophical intellectual argument but you actually experience it
and the experience is the whole universe is now experiencing itself. When you look at a tree, it's the tree looking at itself. It's, or it's all of life looking at itself in the form of a tree. To see it, to feel it. At the moment you feel it, you no longer feel estranged from the world. The universe is actually your intimate companion. It's more than that, it's your intimate self. Because this is what human beings experience. This is why the spiritual search is happening. Because we feel in some sense something's missing. And something is missing. The entire universe is missing. But how does one can come to see that they are all of life? As one Zen master said, the entire universe is my personality, is myself. Everything I see, taste, touch, feel is me, but not as an ego, because an ego is fixed. In this sense, you are the flux and flow and manifestation of existence. And in that, there's no exclusive exclusivity. There's nothing to be, there's nothing to defend. You know, when people say, I have this feeling, and I would say to some, I imagine to many people's minds something that's quite confusing, which is, you are that feeling. Just the opposite of what you'd say when you're trying to get into the witness. I'm not that feeling. I'm not that thought. I'm not. In unity, you are everything that exists. Everything. 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 Whether it's the farthest galaxy you can see, or whether it's the next feeling, the next thought. The key is, though, you're not exclusively identified. So it's just, oh, now life is arising as this thought. Now life is arising as this feeling. Now life is arising as a tree or a blade of grass or a garbage can or a noise outside or life is arising as silence. See, there's no exclusivity. There's nothing you have to be then as opposed to something else. So finally, the shoe doesn't pinch. Finally, you don't feel like you have anything to defend. You don't have to be something or somebody. You don't even have to be nobody. You don't have to be awareness as opposed to the world. Life shows up as awareness. Life shows up as a flower, as a vase as the seat you're sitting in, as the body that you seem to occupy. But of course, one means one. One means there's nothing left out. One is something that a mind can't hold. It's infinitely beautiful, but also potentially infinitely ugly. Of course, in the East, Grow, they grow up in a culture where this is a little bit more easily held. In the West, of course, it's an incredible shock. And we may try to speak about it forever. But it will always be that which you can't say.
it will always be that which forever will be unspoken, uncommunicable, unthinkable. Sometimes it'll be I am everything, and some the feeling, the sense of it, the intuition, the flash of awakening. And sometimes it might be if you're hooked up different or you come from a certain tradition, it can be I see God in everything, everywhere. But only everything, everywhere. Nothing is outside. Nothing is outside. Nothing. 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 to relate to everything that arises. When you are what arises, the relationship, the duality collapses. We're no longer in relationship anymore. Because the truth is we don't wake up and add the awakened state on top of our delusion. <laughs> we don't add it on top of the way we see life and it just makes us feel really really good <laughs> the reason it feels really really good is because it does away with our conditioned ways of seeing things that's why it feels really really good not because it adds anything but there's something comforting in that also is that we are all the same it tends to come at just about the moment that we're willing to see it. And as soon as that happens, that's what we call awakening. And it tends to, if it's going to disappear, it tends to disappear just about the moment that we're not willing to see it anymore. That we value something more. <laughs> 